Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class self-support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. Hey, Rudy Rodriguez here, and on today's episode, we have a really special guest with us, Mr. Chaz Wolf. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Most definitely, Chaz. I'm really excited to hear about the show topic today of how to create, how to use events to create VIP client relationships. I know you're really big on, on building relationships. Yeah, you know, it is, it is the uh, factor um, that if I look back, if I had just focused on it earlier, I think I'd probably be a whole lot further than I am, although I'm pretty excited about where I am. <laughs> Excellent, man. And for our audience who uh, maybe are just hearing about you for the first time now, I want to give a couple bio points for you on you know your background, your experience, your credibility, so people know like, hey, this is a guy I want to really lean in and tune into, right? Listen to the yeah. whole show. Um, one of the things I appreciate about your background, I know you'll expand more on this, but you, know, you grew up the single single mom, you know, didn't have a lot of you know, growing up as a kid and you use that to fuel your, uh, your drive and you went on to become a serial entrepreneur building multiple uh, seven-figure businesses along the way. Uh, you even uh, helped Grant Cardone uh, launch a, uh, a business back in 2019 for a while yep. building out his sales division. Um, and uh, you currently now run your own training education company doing events, I think gathering at the King Mastermind you have and you do your own VIP events now That's as right. well. That's right. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a journey. Um, but yeah, everything from sales to operations to physical locations, uh, to team building to education to retail, real estate. Um, I've done a lot in the last um, handful of years, uh, but I'm excited about that. It keeps me engaged. Absolutely. It keeps you looking young too. You look like you're well, <laughs> You know, you don't get to see the grays. I pluck them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Chaz, you know, tell us a little, tell us a little bit about your story. You know, I gave a couple of bio points here, but love to have you tell, you know, your beginnings and kind of what brought you into being an entrepreneur eventually what brought you into doing uh, events and building VIP relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that opportunity. Yeah. The entrepreneur blood, if you will, has been, has been in me from the beginning. Um, grew up single mom family, as you mentioned, um, just my, my mom and my sister and I, um, Outside of that, my grandma, my aunt, her three girls, and it was like just me, you know, like a bunch of women and me, um, which is hilarious now because the majority of my employees um, now, my team members are are women. So it's kind of a fun correlation that I've brought into uh, into business. But the reality of it is, is that I've always been a hustler. Uh, my mom worked two and three jobs. And so uh, work ethic and discipline and hey, if you're going to get something, it's up to you. Nobody else. You're not going to be served anything. And so that's just the uh, outlook I've took taking the on life business, um, bought my first business. It was a franchise in 20, uh, 2020, sorry, 2012, 10 years ago, almost 11 years ago. And, uh, and have since built 10 companies since I've had to close a couple. I've had to, uh, I've sold a couple. I've started ones fresh. I've bought ones that were already existing. Um, you know, as you had mentioned, worked with Grant Cardone and, and Frank Kern on, on developing an ad agency. That was for about a year in, in, uh, in South Florida at the 10X headquarters. All that was in a crazy experience. 
And, um, and of course, inside of my own mastermind group now where we, we bring seven and eight, uh, even nine figure business owners together in a mastermind setting. Um, and, and we're creating moments, right. Where, where entrepreneurs can really press into each other and, uh, really help each other through this thing that we call business life journey, you know, all the things that are associated to that for most of us outside of that, even family and community and all the things that uh, are on our plates that, uh, that tend to weigh us down. That's what we, that's what we discussed at this point. So yeah, I'm really excited about what we got going on. I didn't even mention three of my real estate companies, but the reality there for real estate for me is legacy. Um, I've got kind of two purposes, if you will, a legacy for my family is huge. I know that by, by the process of purchasing real estate and developing processes around buying and, and holding assets, um, is going to be something that my children's 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 children can, can do and learn and continue on. And then my other thing is uh, to be able to pour into people really create business disciples. And that's where gathering the Kings for me as a selfish, uh, fulfillment, I get to really pour into other entrepreneurs and it, uh, it fills my cup, man. So I'm excited. That's really cool, man. Excited to hear that as well. And, uh, you know, which kind of brings us to, uh, our show topic today, right? You've been running this, this, uh, mastermind gathering the Kings and, and you do events and you do them quite regularly. In fact, you, I think you have one coming up, don't you? We do. Yeah. So um, we, we do virtual and in-person events, actually. And so it was something that was really important to me when I when I created this. There's some only virtual. There's some only in-person. Um, I don't know of a bunch doing a little bit of both. And so to me, when I looked at today's, you know, uh, way people live, way I live in 2022, obviously because of COVID and several other things that pushed us right here to Zoom doing this podcast right now, um, I just... I just wanted to relate to people like me, you know, the, the average Joe who had been successful in business. There's nothing special about me, um, but I've done some special things, which is cool. Um, and there's plenty of other people who have a, you know, million dollar business, a, an $8 million business, a $15 million HVAC business, or whatever it is that in their community, maybe they're looked at as maybe a successful business owner, but nobody else knows. And I wanted to gather those people together, those Kings so that we could uh, create a community of, of not only just relationship, we'll get to that, I'm sure, but there's community and there's strategy and there's ideas and accountability. And, and um, you know, there's, there's a feeling that you get when you're running with someone who's as fast or faster than you. What happens is that you start to run faster. <laughs> and if you don't, you kind of fall off, you know? And so what happens with high performing entrepreneurs is they don't fall off. They just figure out how to run faster. And so um, it's pretty cool when you got a pack of guys around you, or you know, we got a couple of queens in the group too, but uh, who are just good at keeping pace. And and man, it makes you move a whole lot faster and get a whole lot more done, and and, and reach for the potential more than just being by yourself. Yeah, I'm, that's awesome to hear. The the I'm thinking like a pressure cooker when you have everybody around you moving in the same direction, everyone gets better, right? Yeah, hundred um, percent. There's a quote that I learned from uh, Tony Robbins says, you know, you are who you surround yourself with, like the, the peer group, basically, that you surround yourself with the standards of the peer group. So I can see how you created a, a really awesome group of uh, men and, and also some women who um, yeah. push each other forward. Yeah. So, yeah, you mentioned you had an event and, uh, and this is a super VIP event, like you're having 40 plus people over to your home. Yeah. Um, right. So very uh, intimate, not a hotel room, you know, like right. in your house with your family, probably. Right. Um, you know, share with us a little bit about how you're crafting that event or maybe how you've done prior events yeah. to create, you know, those VIP relationships. 
Yeah. And so I think the relationship word is, that's what we discussed before hitting the record button. Uh, it's really the most important thing um, I think that is in business, but let alone when we're talking about specifically about an event. Okay. So through this event, what am I trying to accomplish? Well, of course, um, with a mastermind model, there's there's a retention, right? Like I want people to get value so that they so that they stay, right? Like that's the sales component. There is uh, value, right? I want to deliver what I've already sold. I want to I want them to walk away changed and and inspired and given them tactical things, um, even new connections and relationships of other people they haven't met yet. Like there's there's those practicals, I guess, that I want to deliver in let's say this upcoming event, right? Um, but but more than any of those, I want when they think of the relationship, not only with Chaz Wolf, but then with the relationships that they have with the other folks in the in the uh, in the in the group it, to mean more than just like, oh, yeah, I signed up for that thing. Right. Like that the difference between I signed up for that thing and like this is how I do business. Is the relationship. It's the community piece. So for me. When I think of structuring this event, right? Not only, yes, I'm having them to my house. Yeah, I got a, I got a kind of a cool house. Um, we just built it. It's a, it's a beautiful place. Um, but I, it's not a, it's not a 15 million dollar, you know, should be on MTV Cribs, right? So it's not like I'm, I'm having them here to necessarily impress them. Although I have a pretty nice elk that I shot a couple of years ago, right over here, that I think that would be pretty impressive. But outside of that, you know, really, it's like I haven't done anything super special necessarily. But to me, my home rep represents, like you said, intimacy or closeness or the ability for them to see maybe behind the Zoom screen. They've seen me on the podcast or they've seen my website. Or, of course, if they're in the, in the membership, uh, in the group, they've seen me in, in, our, in our virtual events and they've gotten to know me a little bit or we've been texting back and forth. But do they really know me? They're wondering, who is this guy? You know, so specifically i'm having it at my house so they can they can see pictures of my family they can come to my office they can literally walk in here and go okay oh so this is that's the backdrop okay that's how you change the colors on the lights and oh yeah i see those signs up there i've seen those every and every time that you get on the screen like it makes it real right it makes me real that's what relationship is and so of course there's then the relationship factor of the other people right like we've been on zoom we've been doing some virtual hot seats and some business tactics and, and trainings and, and strategies along the way and I got a lot from that guy, but I haven't physically like, you know, bro hugged that dude. And so when I get to see this guy in person, there's this impact of relationship. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's um, potentially some retention that's going to come out of that, right? There's some potentially maybe some other products that we have that maybe these guys want to buy from us. But I just do not go into an event with that mindset. So hopefully that gives you kind of a layer. I'm going to have you maybe dive in with some other questions, but that, that it is all about the relationship first for me. Yeah, hundred percent makes sense. And uh, you know, as when you say VIP relationships, I think of raving fans. Right? Is the, exactly. the people that 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 stay and they keep coming back. Right? Yeah. Um, long term clients, long term customers. Right? And uh, maintaining that. So, uh, I'm curious. Um, you know, what are some of the, the things specifically that you do maybe before an event to set yourself up to create that VIP relationship um, experience yeah. when they get there? What are some of the things maybe you do ahead of time? Yeah, I think, okay, so um, you're going to learn, especially if you and I get to know each other better. Um, my first answer to everything is always going to be mindset first. And so my mindset going into an event is, have we done the things necessary to be excellent, right? So I'm, I'm, I value excellency probably above else. It doesn't mean perfection. It means, are we going to deliver? What Have we set up the details? 
is the room properly set up? What's in the room? What's the smell of the room? What's the, what, what are the, what's around the room? How, how, again, does it offer the opportunity for them to see me or to meet other people? Or are we facilitating what it is that we're actually trying to deliver, which in this case is relationship, of course, other things beyond that, but um, I'm always thinking excellent first, like mindset. Have we done, have we checked the list? Have we been intentional about the space, about the time together, about the agenda, about who's speaking, about the interactions. Like I want to be super intentional about those things from an accuracy. So me and my team, it's like obsessing over the, the agenda and the prep work and who's doing what at what time and handoffs. And, and it didn't have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. But for me, what this allows is that if I obsess over the accuracy up ahead, then when the event comes, then I can be in the event. I don't need to be worried about like this detail or that detail, which again is mindset really, because how am I going to be able to develop relationships <laughs> if I'm stuck in my head about like, oh, that thing over there isn't going right. Oh, no, I'm pissed. You know, like I can't, I, I don't allow that, that, um, that mindset to happen because when the day of the event comes, what's most important to me, I've already said it, it's the relationship. So even if something isn't going the way that we've described or that, that isn't the best, of course, we'll try to fix it. But my mindset day of switches immediately to, you know, from accuracy and prep and, and being intentional about space and, and detail to just be you. It's relationship time. Because to me, that's what's most important. Yeah, what I'm hearing you say is because you put in so much intentionality around the preparation, it allows you come the time of the event is to drop in and focus on building relationships, not worrying about details and what's going to happen when all of that. It's already... You know a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and as I liken it to this, um, what's a big event that we all go through wedding, right? Not all of us yet, but for me, one of the biggest events of my life, I married my best friend. So when I think about that day, right. When you think about the horror stories of Godzilla or not Godzilla, Bridezilla <laughs> and all the things that can go wrong in the hair and the dress and, and, you know, one of the groomsmen doesn't show up on time, you know, all the things. And it's like, okay, so you, you fervently, intentionally with excellence plan, you don't, you're not lacking. You're not, you're not slacking. You're not, you're not behind. You're detailed, you're accurate. And you're, you're, you're fervent about getting it done. But then when the time comes, it's like, look, today's your day. Nothing matters today outside of my wife and I, but in this case, it was my fiance. And then we got married and so now it's my wife. It's like, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Not, not one detail, not if something got forgotten or if a light isn't on or if the wrong food came, it's her in her dress walking down the aisle. And for her, it's, you know, having everybody there to celebrate with her. Like that's it. So for me, I, I just take that same mindset into uh, into any event that we've done, specifically these VIP events that we do inside the mastermind, because for me, it's not about necessarily the next sale. Um, there are people, I've worked for some of them, who is just all about the next number. And I'm look, I have a 20-year history of sales. I know that there is a sales component to the event. I need a certain number of people to come. Right? I need to be able to get myself in front of a certain number of people. It's going to create a certain number of opportunities. Those opportunities are going to turn into phone calls. The phone calls are going to turn into sales or whatever that, that funnel looks like for you and your business. But the reality of it is for me is that I don't need 500 or 500,000 or 5 million. I just need to be, I, want, I personally want to be really intentional with these 
And then we'll add some more and then we'll add some more. And that's fine. Whatever the scalability or the targets are that you have in your business, whether you're doing a, an event for 50 people or an event for 5,000 people, to me, it's the same mindset. It's just, you just have a bigger team to be intentional. At least when I'm going to do an event for 5,000 people, it's going to be the same exact mindset. We're going to have the same exact intentionality. My team will be big enough to serve that number of people is if that's, if, if I can say that. Yeah, it makes sense. I like the metaphor of the wedding, right? All the, everything goes into it, but it come the day of the wedding, it's just about the bride. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it, know? man. Yeah, not sweating anything else. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so there you are at the event. You've done um, you know, a lot of the prep work ahead of time. Yep. And you're dropping in and you're being with your, your clients. You know, you're going to have 40 plus people there in your home you know, soon. Uh, maybe you can, can you speak to some of the things that you intentionally do um, to make sure that you're able to drop in and build those relationships? And I imagine 40 people, that's quite a, a lot of people to build VIP relationships with. How do you how do you go about doing that? Yeah. So um, again, so this is the the, the um, style of event is that these are people who know me, or whether they know me for a month or two, or whether they've known me for almost a year now. Um, they're people who know me. So I've had previous opportunity, right? So for me, I see this event as an extension of of uh, of the relationship. So it's not like I'm trying to build forty relationships at this event. I'm extending the relationship of 40 clients at this event. Um, if the event were the first interaction that I would have with these people, then I'm not going to try to have some of the conversations that I'm going to have, you know, upcoming in November that I'm going to have. It's going to be different. It's going to be in, in, you know, marketing terms, top of funnel, right? If this person's coming to an event of mine and they've never met me, this is the first time that they've heard me, then the way I see that from a relationship perspective is that it's the beginning of the relationship. And so it's my job for this 10 minutes or this 10 hours, however many days we've got together at this event, to make sure that I can take the relationship as far as I can towards trust, towards um, likability, like not only just them liking me, but us being likable to each other. Like, are we like-minded? Um, do I, can I help them? Can they help me? The, one of the very first things we popped on here, I popped onto your show and I was like, dude, you do X, Y, Z. That's great. I think I might need you. Like I am all about collaboration. And uh, if we can, if we can mine those things together in an event, whether it's the first time I'm meeting this person or in this case in November, it's, you know, the 17th time I've, I've met this person, I'm, I'm going to extend the relationship. So the tactics of remembering where I was in the conversation with this last, the person last month or at the last event that we had or last week's connection call, or whatever, I'm going to pick up from where I left off because I actually care about the person. I know that sounds like really, really simple, but to me, when it's just about the relationship and nothing else is really like the priority, you care about them. Like, that's just what it means is that you see them as a person, you remember the conversation and you, and you continue it further. And when you do that, especially in today's environment, because buyers are educated and they know that you probably have something to sell to them. When people come onto my podcast, they know I have a mastermind. I mail them something that says, thanks for coming onto my podcast. And on the back, it talks about my mastermind, right? So they know it. The website that they go to, to check out my podcast is linked to the mastermind, right? But, but I'm not selling my mastermind on my podcast. I'm beginning a relationship. Sometimes those relationships turn into a mastermind member. Sometimes they turn into uh, someone that I do a real estate deal with. Sometimes I've connected, I've connected podcast guests, right? Like I'm just trying to, add value via relationship. Yeah, it makes sense. Looking for ways to add value first. 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious as, as you drop in with people and you look for ways to further the relationship as far as possible with your VIP events, do you have any kind of, because you seem like a pretty systems driven type of guy, um, process system, that kind of thing. Do you have any, and you say, remember the conversation, any kind of process that you use to mnemonic to remember people's names, remember the conversation, remember what you said you're going to help them do, Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. how far, like any, how do you go about maintaining that for 40 people? Yeah, um, that, that's a it's a good question. Although I, I chuckle because I think it's only forty people. You know, um, first off, anybody who's been in sales who's managed any sort of pipeline, you know, I used to make hundreds of cold calls a day. You know, and so not only system wise, you take notes, right? Like be a student, be a be an actual business owner. Okay, so if if I if I discussed something particular with someone that I need to remember, then I should take note of that. Now, if you're just smart enough to remember it all, great, good for you. But CRMs, obviously having a team in place, all of our virtual events, I mean, this happens in person too, but it happens even better in virtual. We have a round table every single month. Every member comes onto Zoom. We'll have 30, 40 members on a, on a Zoom call. And um, we split people into individual rooms. We do hot seats. There's accountability. All this stuff is happening all at once. But I've got team members strategically put into the meeting and they're taking notes, right? You know, I, I say to you that, hey, I know somebody, right? Like I know I used to work with a guy that does events. I need to connect him to you, da, 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 right? And rather than me trying to remember that, I have a team member that is not only writing that down for the things that I say, but for everybody in the group. And then we send that out to everybody. It's like, hey, Chaz said he was going to send, you know, Steve so-and-so to, to John. And we, we record, keep, and document all of that. And then we give it to the members. Like, hey, just remember, not only did this happen, the value actually happened, but now actually go follow up and do the thing that you said you were going to do or that you wanted to do um, because implementation is the other half of that system. You got to have the system, but then the implementation of it, you know, is the action step, if that makes sense. Definitely, yeah. So I'm hearing you say you have a dedicated team member whose job is to listen for this. Um, take the note, listen for what the promise the deliverable is and make sure that, it gets delivered and then you can, you know, check in with that person as yeah, well. hundred percent. There'll be the same thing in, um, at the event here at my home in November. Uh, I will have multiple team members here. They'll have different roles and, and they'll be speaking about different things. Like I, I try to empower my team to give their value. Um, but, but they'll also be taking note. Um, we all will of mm -hmm. who said what, who, who, who helped who, um, I loved our event that we had in June. We went to South Florida um, I rented a suite on the 23rd floor of some beautiful building. Got to see the the whole entire, you know, uh, beach and ocean. Again, close, intimate, purposeful, intentional. We had food and and uh, there was enough room for people to lounge, but yet it was full of people. Anyway, at this event, um, I, I overheard two other business owners. These guys are, are big business owners, right? And they're talking to each other. It has nothing to do with me about a call that they had outside of the mastermind. So they were on a round table together a couple months before they met. And then outside of any of our events, they got on a call and started talking about some systems and, and a software that one guy uses. The other guy was telling him in our event, hey, I implemented that thing. And dude, it's changed a bunch for us. Our clients love it. Our team love it. Like, th thanks. And I overheard that, right? Not only was that good for me to know as the facilitator of like, okay, this is this mastermind idea is working. It doesn't have to be just associated just to Chaz, right? But because we are purposeful about taking note of what's happening, then that allows me to not only tell the story here today, but it 
allows me to press into whatever that is for other people in the group as well. Like, Hey, did, you know, Landon learn from John X, Y, Z, maybe you should go talk to John as well, or something, some different, but similar with someone else in the group. Hopefully that makes sense, but it's about intentionality, the relationship. I'm going to bring it back to that every single time. No, for sure. Ben. makes a lot of sense. Um, that's a good, that's good. Uh, I think takeaway for our listeners is having, just having a plan so that you can capture that information and action it and document that value, make sure it gets followed through. Um, I'm cu- I'm curious to hear, are there any, uh, maybe specific exercises that you do or, or, um, things that you facilitate at your events to foster those VIP relationships or continue to build those relationships? Yeah. So for us specifically, we know that if we can help our members make a connection, um, make a decision, make more money, um, or make more time or leverage their time, if we can help them do one or two or three of those four things, then I've done my job successfully as like an exchange of value. They pay me for the opportunity to be in the group. I deliver some sort of value. That's, that's what the value is. And so um, I would say that the answer would be to facilitate one of those things. And so I'm always asking myself, okay, where are we at? Has, has, has Lance gotten one of these four things yet? Well, yep. I know he's gotten that one. Okay. So let's start working on the other one. Right. So if, if my team knows this is the guiding force, if you will, Let's start checking the boxes. How do we deliver that for that person, right? And so again, relationship, knowing what they need in their business. We've got different businesses, different industries, different different across the country. So it's like every single business and business owner has a little bit different need. Again, that's where relationship and intentionality comes in and going, okay, how do we check these four boxes for everybody? We're not going to check all four of them for everybody, but if we can be you know, purposeful about looking for the next opportunity to connect him with someone else or you know, make the uh, opportunity where we had one of one of our business owners, um, the smallest of his businesses, he has multiple, it was a family business. Been in business 38 years, his parents started it super nostalgic, you know, like it's the family thing. It was the smallest business, the lowest margin, the most headache. And he's just overwhelmed by it. And the overall whelming germ, uh, um, uh, uh, feedback that he got from the group was, if it wasn't your parents, you'd shut it down two years ago. So he shut it down. Like what a decision that you have to make, you know? So anyway, I'm just giving you some examples, but we're just helping people check the box of, are are we, are they actually getting the value that we told them that they were going to get? Great. Let's take note of it and let's move on to the next one. Yeah. What were those four again? I got to leverage more time, uh, make a connection or have a, make a decision. What was the fourth one? Yeah. Make more money, grow your, grow your business. And so it's actually, it's actually, uh, we formulated that into a guarantee. Like if you don't get one of those four things, uh, then you don't pay. Um, and so luckily we had, we had a bunch of people sign up, um, in my initial, uh, crew, um, who just trusted me, you know, more than anything, which has been amazing. But, um, you know, since then we've developed some, some better systems, just like every business out there, every event, like, you know, we can use the same thing. This next event is going to be better than the last one because I learned, we took note, (laughs) You know, I want to, I want to do things in a better way. I want to, I want to provide more value. You know, uh, we talked about off air, like I've been doing these VIP, like really close knit. Okay, fine. But next year we're going to do an open, uh, event here in Kansas city for entrepreneurs that aren't members of our, of our mastermind. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have to take a, a slightly different approach, but again, I can guarantee you relationships are going to be how I design that, that event too, even though they're not members yet, because I think it's the beginning of the relationship. And if my intention is to help them, to me, it's going to be about the relationship. 
Makes sense. Appreciate you sharing that. Thank yeah, you. Um, what about post event? You know, you you delivered the event. You fulfilled on one, or if not more than maybe all four of these, you know, four key promises. Um, and people are going home now. Like, what are, are there any things that you do post event to really solidify that VIP relationship, or, or potentially, you know, re retain them into your program or enroll them into another program? And can you talk to us a little bit about your post event strategy. Yeah. So um, uh, again, the word's going to be intentional, and so um, I've sent thank you cards handwritten thank you cards from me um i have followed up with with texts around hey we talked about this how's that going um my team does that we we basically you know take note of accountability commitments and then my team follows up with these guys like hey how you doing do you need help with this so it's like very intentional on keeping what they said was important in front of them having us be that tool to to stay in front of them so that could be via note via text via email um you know, we've done, um, we've, we've mailed, uh, we, we, we send out packages. Um, so I have, a, I have a workbook that they get every single quarter. So that that could be timed with after the event. And we write a note in the, in the book, we've, uh, been intentional about, you know, just even merchandise hats, stuff like that. Like just being intentional about creating an opportunity, a touch point to say, thanks for coming. Or, Hey, this was something that you told me that was important. Um, are you doing it? Because that that's that's the value for us. That's that's the business that we're in, right? With a as a mastermind, um, I know there's probably different people listening here that run different types of events. But my service is helping them become the best version of themselves and in their business. And so a lot of that has to do with running alongside of them. So being intentional, thanking them, but then being specific about, hey, so you mentioned at the group in that breakout session that X Y Z was happening with that one guy in your business. Have you had that tough conversation yet? Do you need some help around that? Like, again, remembering, taking note, following up. Seems pretty simple, but that's a lot of what we do. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a big touch, the, the post-event note and uh, or just follow up, letting them know, you know, checking in where they're at based on what they said they were committing to. One thing big... I'll say about post-event that I've learned um, that I, I, I can't say on air here because I have, a, I have some su surprises uh, up, up the sleeve for my team. But um, one thing that I've learned is that my team is I need to be intentional about that relationship, right? Because we just went through this event and it was like, awesome, but it took a lot, you know, a lot of focus on the front end. And then we were in the event and, and providing value and it, and it takes energy and, and, uh, and focus. And so um, after the event um, there's there, I've learned that there has to be some intentionality or some, some gratefulness, some time, some, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to say too much more. Cause I don't want to give away my, my, uh, my upcoming uh, secrets for my team, but in all seriousness, just some, some, some thanks, you know, some, some, uh, some gratitude and some space and some rest <laughs> um, for, for your team, because man, if they help you pull off an amazing event, um, then they're deserving. Definitely got to take care of the people who take care of you. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. That seems so simple. All this stuff seems so simple, man, but um, most people just don't do it. You know, when I worked right. for Grant Cardone, I can remember going to a boot camp. We were there early, they're late. We were hustling, you know, the, the 10X culture. And then Monday morning, 7 a.m. was our sales meeting. And I'm not saying that to not do that. I'm just saying that there was way less intentionality behind relationship. It was way more of a, well, if you're not willing to do it, I'll just find somebody else. Um, you know, that's his style. Fine, not mine, not my style at all. I value the person in front of me. I see the person in front of me, um, you know, uh, again, not, not bad, just different. I just, I just didn't operate well in that environment because of that.
Yeah, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. And uh, for you personally, Chaz, what would you say is like a, a, a goal that you're working towards in your business or your life? Like, what's the next mountaintop that you're uh, that you're climbing right now? Yeah, man. Um, the the big the big number for us is we want a thousand members. We want a thousand members of uh, of our mastermind. Um, and I think that for us, that's like uh, it's a you know it's just a stepping stone. I'm, maybe one day we'll have 10,000. I don't know. But for us, that seems really, really big right now. Um, but but we're excited about that. And we know it's possible. We like know without a shadow of a doubt, it's definiteness of purpose. We're, we're locked in on it. Um, you know, we don't know exactly uh, the time frame, of course, on that, just because things change all the time. But but that's the number we've got it dialed in. We've got plans around it. Hopefully some strategy that can uh, that can be that can work. Very cool. Do you have a, 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 a date in mind for when you're hitting that goal? Yes. Uh, so it, my, my, I, I, I work interestingly with, with, um, goals. I'm a big goal guy. Um, and so I like to give myself worst case scenario and best case scenario. Um, because when I lock myself in, I say, okay, let's say it's five years. Like that's my worst case scenario. Five, five years or 2027, we got a thousand members, but then I immediately think, well, that's a limiting belief. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm literally putting a limit on my own ability. And so I go, I don't like that. But it's probably, you know, strategically when I map it all out and if we're going to add this many, you know, like if we're going to be intentional, thousand people, I mean, geez, how can you be, how can you build a thousand relationships, Chaz? Well, my team's going to have to look a little different than it does today, right? So I have to have other people like me um, who care about their relationship and actually helping people. Um, so that's going to take time to build, right? Something sustainable doesn't happen overnight. So for me to just to be flip it and say, oh, we're going to do it next year. That's not me, but at the same time, I leave that possibility open because I like to run hard. Fair enough. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks for sharing. And uh, Chad, as we wrap up our uh, our interview here, what's the best way for members to uh, reach out to you if they want to learn more about you and and uh, working with you? Yeah, gatheringthekings.com is a great uh, place that. Obviously, chazwolf.com. You can learn some uh, additional uh, personal information about me as well. But um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're a Facebook, we're LinkedIn, we're you know, Instagram, TikTok, all those places. And so we just appreciate the ability to connect with people. Um, we understand that we're, we're not the right spot for every business owner. And that's okay. We're totally okay with that. We know that um, like-mindedness is extremely important. I've got lots of guys that come through the podcast and I love them to death and there's no invite, you know? Um, and that's okay because we don't have to be a, a right fit for everybody. Um, so we're, we're gathering the Kings on purpose. That's that, that name's pretty intentional. That's a lovely name. Yeah. So if you found a lot of value from Chaz today, you want to learn more, go to, you know, go to his website, gatheringthekeys.com or uh, chazwolf as well.com. And we'll, we'll make sure we put that in our show notes as well. So people will be able to see that the website's right, right there. Beautiful. So uh, appreciate it. Chaz, thanks. Thanks for being a great guest on our show today. I really appreciate you. And uh, as we wrap up, do you have any closing comments for our audience? Yeah, man, I would say that whether it's events or just growing your business, obviously what we're talking about is just a strategy and, um, mindset, it goes before strategy. So they're both. I mean, we talk strategy in the, in the mastermind all the time. Like I love ideas. I love strategy. I will literally do it for hours. You want to hit the pause button and let's talk and talk and talk. If I had the time on the calendar, I would do it. Like literally it's my superpower. I love it. But mindset comes first. And so, um, you know, for me, the mindset around relationship has to be dialed in. And that's what I hope to have conveyed here today is that if you're in the event business or you're trying to use events for your business, it means you're in the people business. And if you're in the people business and if you just care about people, that will come through your event if you're actually about people.
Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind tech programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute uh, consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez, and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day.